What's up, family? Shalom, shalom. Bless you. Peace be upon you all. May the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, continue to guide you and mold you and lead you into all truths. As the title does say, I actually did stop somebody from being stabbed in the head and the face with a pen. Um, I'm a little bit shooken up still a little bit. Like it's still unreal that that happened to me, that I was in that situation and that I was able to, to prevent further damage to, to this man. Um, it all started at work. I was actually at work doing a catering event. So I was catering for a Christmas party. And here's the crazy part. About an hour in of work, the party hadn't started yet, but we were setting up. About an hour in, I kind of got lost and went to one of the empty rooms. And I started, I sat down on the floor and I started staring outside to the sky. And I started pouring out my heart to Abba, to Father. This is before the event. I didn't think it was going to be this type of event. I thought it was, it was just going to be a regular, uh, you know, party, company party. And I start telling Abba Father, you know, I start praising him and thanking him. Then I start asking for forgiveness and working such events. I remember plainly saying that I'm so sorry for, for being here. I'm not supposed to be here. But even Daniel in captivity worked for uh, heathen kings, alongside heathen kings, please forgive me. I despise this event. I despise the, these parties, these wicked parties. They do wicked things. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be near it. And I was just pouring out my heart to him. Then... For some reason, I've never done this before parties, and I, you know, I really wasn't sure why or what, what came of it, but I start asking for angels. And I, from what I remember, I said, um, I command angels. No, and then I was like, no, I'm sorry. I request angels round about me. Then I said, holy, holy host, please send my petition up to the Most High. And then I asked Yeshua to intercede on my behalf. It was crazy the way that I said it. It was just, I felt like it was real, like I was floating. I felt like, you know, the words that were coming out of my mouth were um, words that I've never like really spoke before, asking for these type of petitions. But the way that I was asking, it was like I... I, was, I asked the angels to send my petition up, to allow my petition to go up to the Most High. And then I said, Yahusha, please intercede on my behalf. Send, send angels, war angels round about me to guide me and to protect me. Please take me out of this event, out of these types of events. Give me new work. Please protect me and I was almost about to cry 
that's how much I was pouring out, like, my heart, I, you know, I didn't think of it, like, why am I crying, I just thought, like, you know, oh, wow, I'm crying, you know, um, I cry sometimes when I pray, but uh, I didn't really think too much of it, because it, it happens to me, so I go down, I would say about 11.30 p.m., 12 a.m., I'm cleaning, you know, cleaning a spill. The security guard had the uh, flashlight on a spill with glass. I was cleaning the spill, and then just a rocket starts erupts right next to me. People start throwing punches. It was about like three or four people hitting one person, and it was just the security guard st starts pulling, trying to pull one of the one of the people that that was attacking him. Then. And then, for a split second, I'm just thinking to myself, like, wow. It took this, like, I thought this all in one to two seconds. Like, oh, man, what's going on? Can't believe this is happening to me. Should I get involved? Why, right? I feel like right when I was thinking that, I saw one of the guys um, with his hand. He had, like, a stabbing motion. And like, his face just looked evil. And he was stabbing the guy in the face and in the head and when I looked at his hand it was like a, a pen a pencil and I just immediately like sprung into action and I grabbed his arm by like the elbow like I locked his elbow with my elbow like so, sort of to prevent any more stabbing and I, I kind of like pulled him back when I pulled him back he shook me off and he looked at me in, in my eyes and he said uh, get away from me or I'll stab you too. And then I put my hand on his chest. I don't know if that was before or after. Um, but I remember putting my hand on his chest and asking him to please stop. Please, it's going to be okay. Please. And I was able to calm him down. And we st I let when he calmed down, I went to the other guy and I started, well, taking out the other guy, like, trying to pull him from the other guy. And the guy that was stabbing actually was trying to uh, subdue the situation as well. He was trying to pull his friend off as well. Um, we took, I saw that we were next to the door. I opened the door to the outside to the patio and I kind of like ushered everybody out to the outside and then there's this there was this last guy that was just like don't touch me don't touch me or I'm gonna start hooking off I'm gonna start punching and then I was like listen you're ruining a good night please there's no need for this um and eventually they calmed down then I made my way to the the guy that was patched, that was uh, stabbed in the, in the head, and he had a holes on the back of his head, under his ear, and he just, the sound of his voice sounded of one of disappointment, of sadness. He wasn't even mad. He was just kept saying, what did I do? I was just walking by, that he pointed to his friend, right? I was just walking by and then he's just like it took 
three of you, three or four against me. So come fight me, you know, one on one. And then I had napkins in my pocket and I um, was comforting him. Like I really felt bad for him. And I started um, covering his hole in his head, in the back of his head. And then he took my napkin and he put and he pressed it against the back of his head, the biggest one. And then I just told him, oh, it's better if you, if you uh, put your hat on and put your napkin under your hat so it could hold it. And he took my advice. And, you know, I calmed him down as well. I feel like it was not only the angels that were around about me that protected me, but the angels that were around me diffused the situation by attacking the evil spirits that were in these people and calmed them, these people down. The evil spirits that these people had uh, were removed from them when I got involved into the situation. That's, that's the revelation that I got. When I looked at that guy straight in the eye and he said, you know, I'm going to stab you too. When we made that eye contact, we made that connection. Um, and the good that was inside me, the peace, the love, the spirit defeated the evil spirit that was in him. And he wasn't going to attack me because first of all, people who attack they don't tell you they're going to attack they just do it so you know i feel like he was a person that would just actually do it but he didn't you know i was wearing my corta even to work i had my fringes you know with a beard and i feel like he saw that i wasn't a threat they were hitting the bodyguards the bouncers they were punching the bouncers as well not one time did they try to throw a punch at me. Nobody. But the bouncers were, were getting punched. And they got, one of them got stabbed in the hand with the pen. I didn't get touched at all. So anyway, they kicked these people out. Uh, they kicked everybody that was involved in the fight. They kicked them out. About an hour later, the guy who did the stabbing and his friend, the main instigator that was screaming as well, were back in the party. I couldn't believe it. When I asked about this, they said that they knew the owner of the company who was there and that the owner allowed them to come back in. And this is the guy that's paying me. And at this point, I'm like, you know, like, wow. You know, he saw me when he came back in and I saw him and we kind of like uh, just kept it moving. He didn't try to approach me. He didn't uh, say anything. So I, I didn't see him as a threat and I, and I wasn't scared. I just kept my eye open for him as I was walking around. And it was very crowded, you know, like I can't just keep looking back all the time. So after about an hour, after they came, and by the way, this guy, he was just casual. 
like if nothing happened i don't know if it was because i was calming him down or it's because that's just how how they do what they do how they are it's just normal to them to stab somebody in the pen and just come back and have a conversation another fight broke out the same people that were that got into the fight the first time that they allowed back him started fighting with the bouncers and started a, a fight with the bouncers and after that they the party was just shut down and yeah that's it it was just i wasn't involved in that one i was in the other room but like i heard the, all the commotion um, and when I got there, it, the, the lights were on and uh, the people were getting escorted out. The bouncer came to me. Not the bouncer. This is crazy. The bouncer comes to me and he goes, take, take me out of here. The one that was getting uh, jumped the most, beat up the most. Then I take him to like towards the back. And he was like, can you get my jacket? Get my jacket. I'm like, where is your jacket? What, what does it look like? The jackets that were on the coat rack outside in the hallway. So he was, I guess, afraid of seeing the guys. And, and I'm like thinking, like, this guy's a bouncer. He has a team of bouncers. And he's asking me to go get his jacket. So I told him, come with me. We'll go get your jacket. So we go. We get his jacket in the hallway. You know, we didn't run into the guys. On the way back, um that's when the guys came out and you know they started saying yeah i jumped the biggest guy i mean he was the tallest guy but he wasn't like the most muscular man none of the security guards were your average security guards though they were just really tall um they weren't you know stocky and with muscles popping out of their shirts so i just found it like um interesting how the bodyguard the guards asked me, like, here I am. you're looking down, I'm smaller than you. And you're asking me to go get the jacket. I was amazed on how I prayed before the event and I asked for angels. I really couldn't believe that I made that petition and I was crying out to Abba before the event and you know it wasn't until like a little bit after the event when I was coming you know the event was closing I was like whoa wait a second I was praying and I asked for angels round about me and he answered me and it's not every day that I make petitions like that like I actually commanded I was like I command angels armies from the army to come round about me then I was like no sorry forgive me because I, I felt like I shouldn't be commanding which I'm gonna have to look into that so then I, I requested angels I request angels round about me holy holy angels take my petition my petition up to the most high Yahusha, please intercede on my behalf. I said it just like that in those, kind of like in those words. And I was looking up and, and using my hand 
like to the sky like I put my hand to the sky and I'm just like looking in the sky the most high has been <laughs> using me and revealing things to me and confirming things to me more and more as time goes by and now what that I'm fasting it's right now it's 701 in the morning I ate a small breakfast I'm gonna get ready to go into my fast now that I'm fasting he's revealing things to me and there's a lot of times where he speaks to me he tells me things and I don't get the confirmation until months later like there was this um, just to get out of topic there was a pastor that I saw on Facebook and I looked at his face and I was telling my wife like there's something about this guy um, for some reason like his face like in his eyes like I just saw that something was wrong and um, my wife was like no I think you're, you're just exaggerating I'm like no I'm like look at his face you don't think so and she's like no I don't think so and then months later you know I find find things out about him he's a drug addict it's um it's a lot of stuff and it's just amazing how I'm I'm finding his channel I found the channel of communication and I'm being more confident in his communication which I'm getting to the point where I'm being blocked. I'm asking for a shield around my thoughts where no evil thoughts can come into my mind. That's what I'm asking for, that the only thoughts that come to my mind are from the Most High. So I don't have to worry whether or not a thought is from the evil one or for the most high I mean you could process the thought and if it's not that doesn't come from the spirit it doesn't involve goodness peace love kindness mercy if it's not from the fruits of the spirit it's not from the most high that's just basically it but we also have to discern from my thoughts and from his thoughts and I want it to be so that I want to give complete control of my thoughts to the Most High, to the Ruach HaKadosh, to the Holy Spirit. I don't want, I, I want Him to take over. And I remember telling my friend this, and he's like, but you're gonna lose your identity. And I'm like, that's the point. Like in my head, I'm like, wow. I lose my identity, and I put on the identity of Christ. That's exactly what I want for Christ, the Messiah, to operate through me. Because in the end times, that's exactly what's going to happen. He's going to raise up an army and he is going to unleash the spirit on all people. And we are going to be doing the works that the disciples did it's going to be a last push for the kingdom and I want to be a part of this last push
And in order to do that, you must let go of every everything that is preventing you from walking in the spirit. Anything of the flesh, you must let go. We must suffer. When people do us wrong, we must return it with good. There's no way around it. There's no like, oh, I'm not a punk. I'm not going to let somebody walk all over me. Yes, you are. You are going to respond in peace. You will respond in love because that is what we are called to do. And you can never go wrong by responding in love. Remember, family, the Most High reveals search you just have to be desperate for him and search for him and he will use you and you will start to operate in such a way that it was just like destiny you're not you don't know what's happening what why things are happening but it will all come together later and the ruach hakadash the holy spirit will start moving through you and there'll be times when you don't know why you do the things you do. You don't even think about it. And then later on, it serves its purpose. And you're like, wow. Thank you. Bless the Most High, Yahuwah, and His throne that endured forever. I love you all. Please continue to pray for me because I will be getting involved in more situations like this. Violent situations. I've been speaking to witches. <laughs> I get into casual conversations with witches. And I would like to, you know, expose them, but not in a bad way. Expose them in, in a way where I tell them, like, hey, listen, I know, I know what you do. And try to get them out of darkness and into the marvelous light. Or just remind them of the kingdom. Give them a prophetic word so that they can believe. Brothers and sisters, family, family in Yeshua, continue to pray for me. Let's all pray together. I encourage you to come into a fast. You know, I wanted to do the, to say like a, uh, do a podcast every day, but uh, I'm going to try. I'm extremely tired. I'm overfilled with work, which is a blessing. And it's just a lot of things going on right now. And sometimes I feel like he needs me completely separated. And there are things that I just can't speak out at the time because, you know, the evil powers are listening in there. Sometimes I don't want to give off my hand just yet. Love you, brothers and sisters. Shalom, hallelujah, praise the Most High.